Choose your words carefully, Machuatus, for they may be your last. Choose your words carefully, Messenger, because this is movie reviews and 20 cues. <laughs> yeah, kick him. <laughs> now playing. Why so serious? What is the matrix? You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Oh, what's in the bar? Like scary movies. What? Does so the one time, me and Kahu's wife. Like? Are you talking to me? Like, what are you up to? And she was just texting me, like, hey, how's it going? Oh shit, this is recording. 20 cues. What? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, good people, and this is Sparta. Welcome to the podcast, Movie Reviews and 20 Cues, the show where we review a movie by asking 20 weird and wonderful questions about it. I am your host, Sam Hurley, and I am joined this week by, well, my two regulars that you would have heard on last week's episode. First of which is Machu. Hey, Machu, how you doing? Oh, I'm feeling pretty pumped for this film. Jeepers. You're feeling Can pumped for the film you picked? Pumped myself up in the bathroom before this. <laughs> is that what you were doing? I'll be, waiting, I'll be waiting since this movie came out to talk about it again. Oh, this is one so of the great ones. That's what you were doing in the bathroom, because normally you're like five, ten minutes in the toilets. This time you're like 15 seconds. Yeah, so I could hardly get this jacket over my forearms. I'm telling you, I'm that pumped. Going for a number three. <laughs> Excellent. Kahu, how you doing, Kahu? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of pumped. Not as I haven't been pumped for 13 years like Machu, but I mean, it's a it's a Wednesday night. I'm sitting around a table with two dudes. Life is glorious. You're going to get pumped tonight, Kahu. I'm telling you. As long as it's not by you. <laughs> you wish. Anyway, yeah, as you guys can tell by the name of the episode, this week's episode is on 300. Machu's pick from last week. Why'd you pick it, Machu? Oh, the first time I um, watched this film, we're in uh, Santa Monica and. The States, we got on the piss during the film, and yeah, I've never been in such a state coming out of a, f- a film before, just of wanting to go out and, you know, fight a million Persians, really, <laughs> and just party as hard as I could. Yeah, no, it was did, awesome. Did you go outside and form a phalanx with your mates? Was, <laughs> I basically had no shirt on, and I was screaming, ah, oh, this is Sparta. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Did you drug up some girl and then ask her for the future? <laughs> yeah. Some drugged out girl told me my future. I don't know if that counts. His mate stitched him because he couldn't hold his couldn't <laughs> hold his arm up. <laughs> hey, but I found some new mates. <laughs> yeah. And they uniform. won the war. <laughs> True, good point. Uh, for anybody playing at home, that was actually the answer to Kahu's first question. So there we go. We've skipped ahead a little bit. <laughs> Fuck who cares. Anyway, yeah, 300 came out in 2006, directed by Zack Snyder, starring Gerard Butler, Lena Headey, David Wenham, McNulty. And early Michael Dominic Fassbender. West. Very early Fass. Yep, some early Fass. And also, Xerxes was played by Carl from Love Actually. There we go. Yeah. There's a bit of trivia. I was hoping you'd bring that up because that's the connection to one of our previous episodes. Do you think Carl knows? <laughs> what? I'll tell you that from my memory. That's a, that's a line. I'll sure. Love, it, love actually. You, you think I remember anything from that film? Anybody that's listened to our episode knows how much we hated that film, Kay. Yeah, yeah. Go back to that episode for some quality laughs. Because we all hate it. But anyway, we're not talking about that tomorrow. No, we're not. We're talking about 300. And looking at the reviews for this film, 7.6 out of 10 on IMDb, 61% on the Rotten Tomatoes, and 52% on Metacritic. Had a box office of 456 million worldwide off a budget of 65 million. So pretty big, pretty big return on a film based on a graphic novel by Frank Miller. 
who you guys might know as the writer of Dark Knight Returns, as well as Sin City and The Spirit. I think those have all been converted into movies. But yeah. uh, I like I like it how they, it's based on a um, comic or whatever. Yeah, but isn't it just based on like history? Like, isn't yeah, that yeah. what it's based on? It is. <laughs> it pretty much is. Just and actually, you know, it's so gory in the film, but isn't like the the truth even more gory? Yeah, probably was. Probably <laughs> absolutely was. But, uh, yeah, it's a good point. It is based on history, but uh, who's seen it the most recently to give us a plot? Give us a rundown of what it's all about. Ah, fuck. Well, I was watching it half an hour before you guys came around. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, Gerard Butler plays Leonidas, the king of the Spartans, and uh, there's a threat on his doorstep, which is the Persians. have come to invade Greece. He goes against his uh, other... Greek allies and basically defies their orders and says, me and 300 of my mates are going to go up to the Hell's Gate of Formopoli and try and hold back the Persians. And yeah, basically that's the rest of the film, really. He tries to defend the defend Greece from the invading Persians before eventually having his ass handed to him. Yeah, <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah, there's not too much thinking about the plot in this movie. There's not. 300 nice, soldiers nice and go simple. Yeah. To the point. Exactly. Uh, in the background, his wife, played by Lena Headey, who plays Queen Gorgo, is trying to basically convince all the rest of the Greeks, so the Athenians and etc., to go and help him. But we don't see that. Right at the end, we do. Yeah, oh, right, right at the end, right we do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Once he sends David Wenham back. And yeah, let's move over to the questions. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. And I want to have them answered immediately. Thanks, Dad. Uh, if you haven't heard this podcast before, what we do is we review a movie by asking 20 wonderful questions about it. We start with uh, 10 questions that can be applied to any film. The first of which is the compliment sandwich, which is one thing good, one thing bad, and one thing good about this film. Unless you want to give it the hyperbole sandwich, which is an incredibly rare sandwich where we give the film more than 10,000 because we love the film so fucking much. We want to give it one thing good, one thing great, and one thing good about the film. Machu, why don't you lead us off? Why don't you... <laughs> Take us on a journey. <laughs> what, what sandwich do you get? At least you uh, want to give it a shit sandwich. Was well, under five thousand or ten thousand. I'll start off with my one good thing. Um, just the one line. It's just the memorable one liners from this film. The this is Sparta. The we'll fight in the shade. Um, what else is there? We give birth to real men here. You know, there's so many. There's so many great one liners. Is there any more? A God can can bleed. Um, but. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's got some great one-liners. Um, and my, and the great thing about this film is, um, like, I just love the premise that it's an unstoppable force versus an immovable object, mm. and trying to see who's going to win. And that was that was just awesome. You know, that they build it up the they they build it up so much that this one million man army can't be stopped, and then they walk out there and stop them. That was awesome, albeit for a couple of days until they found the old goat track out the back. <laughs> Thanks, Ifiotis. Um, and then just the fight scenes, just the graphic, intense violence is my last good thing. So, yeah, massive hyperbole sandwich. Massive. How massive is your hyperbole sandwich? <laughs> out of out of 10,000 Spartans, Ooh, how many are you giving it? It's a good, good 11,500 Spartans. 11,500 yeah. Spartans. I yeah. can't believe you're doing this. And I'm going to interrupt you before you go, Kahu, because I'm a hyperbole sandwich as well. Yeah, Kahu, you can... Uh, you can... It's dying in hell tonight, Sam. Oh, fuck you. I'm dying in hell there with you, boy. <laughs> First good thing, unapologetically brutal. This is an R-rated film. It knows it's an R-rated film. We see decapitations. We see fucking shit getting stabbed through people. We see people getting fucked up. I love that. I love how unapologetically brutal and true to the source material it is. Uh, the great thing is it's just beautiful. Like, it's just so beautifully shot. The use of color is phenomenal. And... 
Also, the use of slow-mo. Zack Snyder loves slow-mo. In this, the slow-mo is just executed perfectly. Like, even watching it 14 years on, you know, and you know they use CGI and all that sort of shit and visual effects and all that sort of stuff to make this film. Even 14 years on, it still holds up. It's still, like, really, really, like, crisp, beautiful. Love it. Final good thing as well is I like the amount of effort that they've put in to make this film. They've stayed very true to the source material. The actors have got themselves so completely ripped to be in this film. <laughs> they are just massively jacked. It's so real, those muscles. Eh? <laughs> and it, that's the crazy part. It was. I love it how they all put on a Greek accent as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Except, except for Gerard Butler, because he only does the one accent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lena Headley, Headley, Headley had an awesome Greek accent. Oh, she though. had an amazing Greek accent. <laughs> Dominic West, he had an amazing Greek accent. Yeah, well, fucking none of them did. But you, you appreciate the effort. And the other thing, too, is like the level of filmmaking as well, like behind the scenes. And most of these action films, when they're having fights in the background, it's just two dudes like patting each other and like, you know, no one, like people are coming in at weird angles and it doesn't make any sense and shit like this. This movie has a real good sense of space when it comes to the action scenes. Like they're, they're facing each other front on. You're not getting guys jumping from behind the camera to make it like, you know, more suspenseful and all that sort of shit. There's only one scene, literally one scene, where in the background doesn't ma- marry up to what's happening in the front. And that's when, um, Atenos or Atenos or whatever gets his head cut off, you know, the sun. And he's like out in the middle of nowhere with Fassbender and he gets his head chopped off. If you have a look in the background where they're like, Leonidas is like, regroup, regroup. You see all these groups of Spartans in the background and they're all just sort of white wandering off into the corner. It (laughs) doesn't really make any sense, but hyperbole sandwich, um, 11,000 out of 10,000. 11,000 swords. Oh man, you too. So, I mean, what are you going to do, Kahu? (laughs) Hyperbole. Hyperbole! 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 No, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a sad sack. This is madness! <laughs> fear my spares, Kahu, fear them. You are gonna get fucked up, son, if you don't give it a fucking score over ten thousand. My uh You are not leaving tonight. Tonight you're gonna dine in hell. My, you'll have to fight in the two... shade. Turn off the lights, turn off the lights. My my two good things you guys have already covered, um, basically. Yeah, it's just a visual feast. Um, mm. The colours, cinematography, green screen, slow-mos. I think when I saw it at the cinema, it was it was probably like when I saw Fellowship of the Ring. It was just yeah. kind of immersed you in a bit of a different world. And it's one of those films where the CGI actually works quite well and probably, well, it, it wouldn't have worked without it. So, mm. And again, I agree, the one-liners as well. Mainly the ones given by Gerard Butler because he just, he just does this big mouth thing and um, lets everybody sh- see his teeth. And I think my favorite there is the give them nothing, but take from them everything. <laughs> That's awesome. It's glorious. He's like it's got a big gobstopper in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Grabs him laughing. Yeah, he's, he's got like the Christian Bale <laughs> Batman thing going yeah. on. <laughs> Probably was. Yeah. Uh, now, my bad thing. You fucking spit it out. Uh, and it's the whole, this is Sparta scene. You Athenian boy lovers. <laughs> it's like, Leonidas may as well be talking in the messenger saying, now just keep looking deep into my eyes while I immerse you in conversation as I walk you right to the edge of this deep, dark hole. <laughs> I mean, honestly, he like draws a sword and, oh, whoops, we're like right on the edge of this deep hole. 
Clearly you haven't been to Sparta, bro. That's exactly what <laughs> yeah, happens yeah. to Sparta. You just get suddenly plunged into dudes' black holes, man. You've got no <laughs> idea what's going on. I mean, where's the safety fence? It's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a plan, that's the planner coming out of you, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about work on There's a no health and safety, guys. <laughs> Come on, Brian. You gotta, oh. you gotta find finally another. It's just like this is ridiculous. <laughs> write him up. Write him up. What kind of messenger are you if you're just gonna fall down holes? Should we take turns kicking Kahu in the chest until he changes the score? <laughs> what are you gonna give us out of score ten thousand Kahu? Ooh, it's a tough one because on on some levels, like there's not a lot of brain power involved in this film. But what? It's it's an it's a very enjoyable watch, and I'm gonna give it. 9,100 loincloths oh. out of 10,000. I, I honestly do not believe that Well, I that can't score. give it nine. The maximum Spartans I can give it is 300 Spartans, and it was a lot better than that. <laughs> 300,000, maybe. Yeah, 30,000. We see 30,000 Spartans at the end. Oh, no, that if was if you want a unanimous hyperbole sandwich, then I'm happy to join in. <laughs> oh, look at, listen to him bending to peer pressure. Oh. <laughs> not quite a hyperbole from me. Not quite a hyperbole, but a lot of enjoyment from all of us all round. Moves us over to question number two, which is first of our Patreon questions. This question comes courtesy of Chris Yeni. You're the man, Chris. Chris recently got us to do a Patreon episode for him. He suggested a couple of films. We picked Air Force One. Uh, if you want to sign up to our Patreon for the low, low price of $1 a month, you get to hear Stacey be literally the most Stacey I've ever heard her on a podcast. It was insane. Anyway, what would Chris like to know there, much you... What song would you have inserted into this film and where or why? Uh, of all the podcasts we've done, I think this was the easiest answer I've ever had for this question. And it was... Is Raining Men? Le- <laughs> well, that, that would be good as well, but I've got... Oh, why have I used my answer up? That's perfect for this boot where the Persians come flying over the wall. <laughs> no, I've, got, I've gone with Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. I mean, basically anywhere, but maybe during the first advance. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect song for this film. God damn it. That is absolutely perfect. Mm. My answer was, uh, there's a Led Zeppelin song, Achilles' Last Stand, which is literally about Achilles' last stand. All right. A a famous Greek warrior. You know, like most most of these films, everyone just immediately goes to immigrant song. Yeah. yeah. Come from the land of the Athens. So like, fuck all that. I want want a really awesome Led Zeppelin song. I love Achilles' Last Stand. Oh, that song is just the turds. Yeah, Achilles, Leonidas. They're basically the same person, I assume. Absolutely. All Greeks look the same. (laughs) (laughs) Given given this is in given this is in um in Greece, I, I thought I'd give it a bit of a European feel. And after after Leonidas kicks um the messenger down the well, it'd be Throw down some Armok. <laughs> oh, you can you can just you can just see those Spartans after kicking them all down the road. Dancing around the hole. That'd be awesome. Dancing around, swing, swinging the messengers like chain of skulls around the head. I. It's amazing you say that. I am convinced that absolutely no one outside of New Zealand. Knows that song really? I, honestly, oh, it's so good. I, I swear that was like at the same pub three times every night when I was at uni. Oh yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moves yeah. us over to question number three. What is it there, Kahu? What deep philosophical debate arose in you during this film? And and this is in your head rising, not anything else. <laughs> well, it's amazing you say that because my one literally was how much would I fresh back my missus before I left for the gates of hell? <laughs> if you knew you were off to suicide, how much would you like, well, I'm fucking making sure I'm not leaving any stone yeah. or boob unturned. I'm fucking, I'm blasting my way out of here. 
in a like, ball of glory. The, the other one I had, if I'm... <laughs> Balls of glory. Balls of glory. You pretty much took my answer, but yeah, going... <laughs> Keep going, tricks. <laughs> my other one was if I was David Wenham and basically a Leonardo said to me, hey, you know, you've, you've lost an eye. I need you to leave. <laughs> no, no. Would, would I leave? Uh, <laughs> and it, my one was like... Well, you would totally kid, do that. Legit. It was like, kids and the ladies get a bit of a hard time here, or the kids get the bash, and the ladies all get the bash as well. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Oh, it's like there's, there's a lot in this there's film. There's no room that for there's no room for anything but a muscly ass man. Would be totally frowned upon if it was made today. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 shit, yeah. So much gratuity. There's, there's a there's a lot of shouting in this film. Like all the dudes are always shouting at each other, at the Persians, at like the gods or whatever. And Leonidas has this just has this massive Mick Jagger sized mouth. And I was thinking <laughs> while he was shouting that. How does ancient Sparta have such good dental hygiene? Like, they've all got perfect teeth. What a fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you noticed? Maybe they're CGI teeth. So, so you wanted a bit of historical accuracy. You wanted, like, teeth falling out of left, right, and center. And... Yeah, man. Even even Ephialites, the traitor who's supposedly been in the wild for ever, he's got, like, perfect teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moves us over to question number four. This question comes courtesy of one of our patrons as well, uh, Mr. Dave Baker. Dave has his own Patreon as well at patreon.com forward slash your favorite. On it, he posts a cornucopia of creative content ranging from pro samples to curated YouTube recommendations and YouTube video essays and written essays on Medium. Go check it out at patreon.com forward slash your favorite. Link down in the show notes. And what Dave would like to know this week is which character from this film would have the biggest social media presence and on what platform? You know how Dan Bilzerian has all those, like he's this billionaire and he pulls out these guns. He's always got a shirt off and he gets all these um, photos with really hot models. Well, don't remind me, bro. <laughs> I reckon Xerxes, eh? But he you reckon? Do, yeah, yeah. He'd do the same thing. He's on all his gold. He's in this little, um, his little bikini bottom thing that he always wears around. And he's just like um, taking all these really offensive photos with like standing on people's backs and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm on board now. I can totally see that now. Sa- Sam's just still dark because he, he couldn't get into the pub because Dan Belzerian was there. Oh, <laughs> bring that up. <laughs> that's right. And, and, you know, Sa- Sam just wanted a selfie Sam, in, his, in his Batgirl outfit. Sam, all dressed as a girl, was just clearly too ugly of a woman to want to, hang, to be hanging out with Dan Belzerian, according to that bouncer. <sighs> <laughs> what about you, Kahu? What do you got? So you you know how like public organizations and companies are all real keen to give their lame updates about it's... all the stupid crap they're doing? Hey, we just approved a million dollars to spend of your money on some like crappy little playground. Um <laughs> wait, wait. And so on the on that theme, I'm I'm going with Theron, who was the, the dude uh, on yep. the council. Yeah. And he'd just be giving latest council updates on I don't know, Twitter or probably LinkedIn, but only to boost his popularity about how awesome he has been doing against, well, for getting stuff done, but he's not actually the guy that does it. Yeah. Trying to, yeah. you could just see <laughs> trying to, like trying a to take credit. Trying yeah. to take, he's like, oh, this is totally my project, even though I've done no work yeah. on it, except collected a paycheck of people's fucking rates monies and yeah, yeah. welcome to conversations about local government <laughs> yeah. in New Zealand. <laughs> and not taking the blame, not taking the blame if anything goes wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm totally fighting for you and I'm going to get a double laning of that street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit like a certain international politician that we won't name. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
I would have gone with uh, Dilios, which is David Wenham's character. He's the one, one-eyed Spartan dude. Mm. He's like telling those stories and shit like that. And he's got like such an engaging voice that I could sort of imagine him just basically doing like, I don't know, if you ever guys seen those Reddit compilation videos on YouTube where they'd like, like, like we watched uh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So something like that where he's just like I'm narrating. Nice guy. Yeah, yeah, like nice guys, nice girls, all that sort of shit, oars or whatever. I could see him narrating YouTube videos and just becoming more and more popular, something like that. Because yeah. he's engaging and people want to listen to him. He's like, you know, he's got a story to tell and he doesn't beat around the bush, but he gets you all rolled up and then makes you want to go fucking suicide yourself to 100,000 ah. sp- Persians. <laughs> like he's a, amazing. Like a Spartan Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, moves us over to question number five. What is it then, Machi? Uh, what is your most controversial p- opinion about this film? Well, I, I actually wonder... Is this the best historical movie ever? What the fuck? Oh, I got you. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Utu. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Utu. Ooh. Ooh, Utu. Utu. Are you going to shit on your equal. dad's film? First equal. <laughs> yeah. Best historical movie ever. It's a better than like Saving Private Ryan. Uh, well, that's not a drama. It's not really accurate representation, is it? I mean, you'll, I think you'll find that this movie was pretty representative of what would have happened. Mm, it's true. No, this was like 100% accurate. This is like a documentary. Yeah, yeah Greek speaking English. <laughs> Persian speaking English. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is brilliant for me because I thought to myself before this podcast started and I offhand mentioned to these guys, I wonder if my one's going to be controversial. And it is. The quotes in this movie are fucking balls. As in good. Great balls are good. As in fucking got bad balls. That as means in stinky that's good. balls. They are so fucking cringy that I literally, while watching them, just, oh, like, you know, this is Mandis, this is Sparta. He's the bad guy. That's In the shade. Ah, I just, (laughs) it's so cringed. I just cringe. You like Arnold Schwarzenegger at all? Have you ever heard of him? Yeah, okay. (laughs) Absolutely love Arnie. And I don't know, maybe it's just, maybe I've soured on Gerard Butler because of everything that's come after this. Like, I remember watching this the first time and loving them and thinking they're amazing. And then just because he's done such incrementally worse and worse films, I've sort of soured on Dry Butler. So that when I hear his dialogue, I'm like, oh, it's that dude that just keeps doing shitty fucking rom-coms, you know? Are these lines not, like, corny enough for you to like? Is that They're too corny. They They are just too cheesy. That's the problem. It's just, like, just too cheesy. You hit someone with a surfboard and he goes, surf's up. Yeah, that's perfect. So, so then, <laughs> last Boy Scout is it? That's for last yeah. Boy Scout. Yeah, hey, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to put you on the spot then. When when Leonidas is leading the first attack against them, what what would you say to rile his troops up? What would I say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I go home? Yeah, <laughs> it's like <laughs> fuck it. What? What are you serious? What the fuck do I, do? am I doing here? Yeah, exactly. Get me the fuck out of here. Why did you guys put me in charge? Can you put what me in, not at the front or at the back, somewhere in the middle. Who's the toughest guys? I want to sit next to them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Has anyone seen Cersei Lannister? Oh, apparently, she's my wife. I'm going to get the fuck out of here if that's the truth. Or would, would you just turn around and go? Come on, guys, let's fight hard today. You know, you'd, you'd be the gentle king. I don't, I don't think it's going to work. I, I don't. Brothers, we made a mistake. Let's <laughs> yeah, all yeah. give up. We, we, it's a, it's a trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a trap. I, I, I honestly, no, anyone that's listened to this podcast would could probably picture me as the C-3PO. I'm like, oh, we should get out of here. What the fuck are we doing? Oh, I don't like this R2. Spears flying around your head. And you're, like, <laughs> you're like robot T-Rex walk. Fine, go your own way. <laughs> I'd shit my pants. My, my most controversial thing is that Dilios is the real Ephialtes. Like, 
bullshit he got sent home. <laughs> We're there to the end. And some people had like missing oh. limbs and stuff. So, when, you, so you reckon oh, he made up his yarn? You reckon yeah, yeah, Leonidas fully. was like, oh, yeah. what, are, what are you doing back here, Delius? Oh, Leonidas said, come back and said I was mean at yarns. Yeah, you're pretty mean at yarns. You're spinning one right <laughs> fucking now. I don't think that's controversial. Wait, I think you've there's another the dude. There's another dude out there. Oh, nah, he's the real villain. If he is he's not that bad looking. Nah, he's ugly as. Yeah, he's, the, he's the real bad dude. <laughs> Look how ugly he is. Look how pretty I am. Believe me. <laughs> nah, I reckon Dilios is the real villain here. And he, he just went back and he probably <laughs> he probably goes, nah, fuck this. I'm out of here. <laughs> probably did. Oh, Dilios. Stabbed himself in the Sam. eye on the way home. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, don't want to die, I lose an eye. That's um, that's Sam's great, 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 great grandfather. That one. <laughs> well, a guy that took a lot of shit that ran away from war. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, he he needs both those eyes too if he's going walking around that well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. True, it's a good point. Spatial fucking perception. Yeah. Uh, I forgot to mention that there's also a Patreon question. That question comes courtesy of Julio of the Contreras podcast, a podcast in which they rage against the Rotten Tomatoes machine. So they basically sort of go. To argue for why a shit film is awesome or why an awesome film is shit, and they offer their true thoughts at the end. And awesome podcast, I'm going to be on an upcoming episode of Howard the Duck. Cannot wait to argue for why that film is the true <laughs> true pioneer of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh. Is one of the best films ever. I cannot wait to get my Julio on. It's going to be great. Oh man, I will be listening out for that one. <laughs> <laughs> You're, I'm serious. You're fucking not serious. I'm so serious. You eat a dick. I can tell you're not serious. I'm, I'm going to listen to it as soon as it's released. Should we just watch it, the movie again as well, Kahu? Like, yeah, yeah. You guys are more than welcome to hang out with me and watch it if you we'll want. We'll do our own podcast. <laughs> Should we do? We'll do a movie review of 20 Qs of How the Duck. No, at least not. I think, I think talking about it on Julio's episode will be about as much as I can handle. Next question comes courtesy of the amazing woman is Emily Higgins of the Tasis Podcast. You guys know the Tasis Podcast. She basically compares two movies, one that she doesn't feel gets the love it deserves and compares it to a similar-themed film. What would she like to know there, Kahu? Yeah, thanks, Emily. Uh, which side character would have the best spin-off movie, Sam? Uh, I'm going to go with Leonidas' son, oh, the you, future king. You bastard. Yeah, eat a dick. <laughs> I can see through your computer screen. I know exactly what you're on. I mean, by the end of this, most of the characters are dead or they've actually had you know, the, pretty much their entire story told. True. Like my, my reasons as well. It's not much, not really much to go on. What about you? I but thought you, I you, thought it would be um, Queen Gorgo, like yeah, Lena Headley's yeah. character. What she does is her her husband, who was the king, dies, and then she um, hooks up with her brother. And whoa, um, well, this is taking a turn. <laughs> her brother. <laughs> yeah. Who's her brother? Uh, Jamie Lannister. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> her twin brother, and what they do is they go around trying to fight to be the you know. The um, king of King's Landing. Of the Seven, Land- <laughs> of the seven Kingdoms. <laughs> have a massive asshole for a son. There's dragons then- involved. Yeah, yeah. This, they, they have a son called oh, Joffrey. Dragons yeah. would definitely be an advantage <laughs> against the Persian army. <laughs> yeah. Probably right. help. That, that, that uh, uh, the army might not be... Per- they're similar to Persians. They're called... Um, these guys on the White walkers. No, the dra- the oh, um, Dothraki. Oh, the yeah. Dothraki. The Dothraki are the, pretty much the Persians. Have another bourbon, much. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I had the same as you, Sam. Uh, cool. Playstarkus. Yeah. I, I actually knew the name. Congratulations, wow. Captain Google. You're doing amazing. Anywho, moves over to question number seven, also a Patreon question. This question comes courtesy of Dan Brennick of the Netflix and Swill podcast. 
a podcast which is just basically all things Netflix related. So they review latest films, talk about what they're drinking, um, news, all that sort of stuff, and usually do quite a feature review on a film that's just come out. And what Dan would like to know this week is if we were the head of Netflix and we were marketing this film, when would we have dropped the first trailer? First day of summer. First day of summer. First day of summer. First day that you sit on outside in the sun and drink a beer. That's where I want to see this film. This is fucking awesome. This is like, just gets you in the mood for going out, getting on the piss and just having just a massive rage. For, <laughs> for marauding. Yeah. For people overseas, they don't realise that that is like the most common thing that we do in New Zealand. It's like the first day of summer, we all go sit outside in the sun and watch trailers. That's like... <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. What, we don't go to the beach. No, no, don't no, don't no. listen to the stories that we spend yeah. our entire fucking summers at the beach. Sam lives across the road from the beach. He's never been. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Right? Incredibly pasty white. More so now that we can't travel anywhere. Like people just drunk on the streets. Oh yeah, we, all we've the time. Totally, I mean, yeah, they're exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly all we do. What about you, Kahu? Yeah. Oh, so early. You just want to be hyping this one hard. Yeah. You just have like trickle at first, little kind of snippets. And then just full-on brutality in the trailers before it was released. I have heard from your wife that you like to hype things up a long in advance. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a hype man. <laughs> but often don't deliver. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, burn. <laughs> I, I just can't forgive you for not giving us a hyperbole sandwich, Kahu. I think, I think overall we work out as a hyperbole sandwich. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, the average is probably like 10,050 at least. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm about the same, like about three months, about three months, because you've got to think of when this came out, which is 2006, none of the people in this were massive stars at that time, Zack Snyder wasn't a household name, this is like probably his, his second film, I think, I think he did a remake of Dawn of the Dead, mm. and then we moved into this film, so he was a little bit away from doing Watchmen and Man of Steel and all those other ones, and Sucker Punch that sort of made him a household name, yeah, I probably three months, though, because like you can sell it just based on the the like just the R-rated violence in this film. Yeah. Even then, like comic book movies at the time, like Spider-Man and X-Men were kind of huge, but R-rated comic book movies weren't big. No, I don't know. No. Maybe I maybe mean, only was... a month. Maybe only a month beforehand. Oh, yeah, a I... month. That's what I had because yeah. that's about, um, you want to first day of summer and then release it middle of summer. Yeah. Everyone's in full party mode. When he goes out on the piss, they're not going to watch it on Netflix <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, I can only really think of Sin City at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah. All good. Um, moves us over to question number eight. What is it then, Machu? Uh, how long would you have survived in this movie's world? Oh, not not long at all, eh? If I, was, <laughs> I, I just don't have the abs to fight like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess if you're one of the dudes sitting in the council chamber, you can just sit there like a leper all blooming all your life. But nah, wouldn't have survived. You guys probably would be in the council chamber. <laughs> That's where you guys would be. You know where you'd you be. You motherfuckers. You'd be that diseased old dude up on the hill. That's where you'd be. Well, I hope so. He'd <laughs> be an E4. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. We've got to remember thing. There's that Spartan code that they throw away babies that are deformed and ugly. They <laughs> This massive-headed baby come out and go on, oh, I don't know about this baby. When I was a baby, I was born like three weeks late. Like, um, I just didn't come out. So when I came out, I had- Is that because your massive head stopped <laughs> you from coming out? I had all this extra skin. They're like, oh. <laughs> Even my mum was like, ah, oh, is that my baby? <laughs> so like the last one that I had, all this, like one of those little dogs um, that have that too much skin. Yeah. <laughs> it was like roly-poly dogs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, probably, yeah, I probably would have got- killed before this movie even started exactly <laughs> i knew it yeah. i knew it 
do you reckon your mum would have been like Ephelates and just like done a runner with your mangled, deformed oh, little I don't know. body? She's pretty mean, me old mum. Yeah, so she would have been <laughs> straight down the hole, kicked down the curve, eh? Yeah. Give me, give me at least the next one had red hair that'll get kicked down the hole as well. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I like to play both sides, so I reckon I'd, I'd last pretty long. Probably not in Spartan yeah, society. Council, I would have been one of those fucking count- yeah, pussy. Yeah, yeah, I would be. <laughs> I'd be one of those Greek counselor dudes that's just hanging no, out. No, let's not go to war. Let's let three hundred people go instead. Yeah, yeah, let's let's sit a bit longer and talk. <laughs> yeah, this is trying to out outlast our problems rather than doing something about them. Have <laughs> <laughs> you know a counselor? Why fix something when you can kick. sit around doing nothing? <laughs> Sam one time got booed in a um, one of those card draws in a pub one time. <laughs> it was so good. And so, the winner is Sam Hurley. Yeah, from council. Boo! <laughs> I wish you were joking. That was the worst part is I wish you were joking. True story. Oh. And, I, and I led the booze as well. He <laughs> did. He absolutely did. But everyone, I didn't even want to get up. I sat in the seat. And everyone was like looking around. I was just sitting there. I was like, I'm not fucking getting up. Fuck this. <laughs> It's, it's almost as bad as uh, winning a prize at the cricket and being asked where you work. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Having what, the 10, entire crowd? 10 to 15,000 people boo you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> I was like, yeah, thanks. I'm here all afternoon. <laughs> Anywho, moves us over to question number nine. What is it there, Kahu? What quote from this film would be the worst thing to hear after you finish having sex? The old, um, I'm not your king and you are not my queen is a pretty bad one. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Oh, I like this one. Unlike the cruel Leonidas who demanded that you stand, I only demand that you kneel. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. That one's pretty good. I mean, yeah, I was just going to go with that one of like, tonight we dine in hell. Something like that. Ooh, <laughs> Something like that would be a bit rough. I'm just going with prepare for glory. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, man. Yeah, I'd be happy with I'd that. I'd be happy with that. Short and sweet. Actually, pretty nice. Moves us down to question number 10, which is also a Patreon question. This question comes courtesy of Nick of the Epic Film Guys, who will be on next, next week's episode to do The Social Network with Liz. Really looking forward to that. And what Nick would like to know is what would the ending to this film have looked like if it had been rewritten as a Shakespearean tragedy or a comedy? Um, and the final scene, the final battle scene... Uh, just before they get all the Spartans get killed, they get surrounded by uh, Queen Gorgo and the army of Spartans, who has, has just recently surrendered to Xerxes. And that would be a Ooh. bit of a twist. Comes mm. out of nowhere. Tragedy, comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> a tragedy. It's oh. a comedy. Oh, I don't, I don't know how you make this comedy, but similar to you, I had a tragedy as well, which is that all of his boys die, but he gets taken hostage, and because that's like the biggest Spartan thing is like you either die. Or you win, you know, like the whole idea of like you either come home on your, sh- you either come home with your shield or on it. So you either die and come home on your shield, or you come home with your shield because you've won. Because the first thing you do when you retreat is you drop your shield and run, right? So they're basically saying like, don't you ever f-ing retreat. And so that was that was for me would be the tragedy is if he got taken hostage and then basically was like, you know how they put a mermaid on the front of a boat on a, you know what I mean? <laughs> He's like that. He's like driven around by the Persians at the front of the army, basically the whole time just chained up, like uh, watching his tire, like all the entire Greece just get decimated, like on, uh, like on Game of Thrones. Yeah, 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 like that. Yeah, I mean the on, on that final scene of the film, and it's kind of the same thing. Uh, it's kind of like a tragedy anyway when Leonidas says, "Hey, you there, Ephialtes, may you live forever." Yeah, and that's kind of 
the same thing, the tragedy of not dying in battle. And it would just be like a, a credit scene of Ephialites being left behind by the Persians and he's just like kind of in rags on the street. Yeah. And that's the questions that can be applied to any film. We now move into our personal questions. Kahu, you're up first. Question 11. Just how hard were you, boys, when you first watched this film? Who wrote this question for you, Kahu? It sounds very <laughs> Sam-like. Yeah, it does sound very <laughs> Sam-like. It sounds very Sam-like. It's a, it's, a bit, it's a bit kind of below the belt for the type of question <laughs> that I would ask. Or it's in my case, it was way Kahu. past the belt. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was a full rager. <laughs> way past the belt. Listen to this guy. Sure. <laughs> well, the belt, since the belt's right next to my hips, I... I can beat the belt. <laughs> beat the belt. <laughs> I mean, you've already sort of answered. You shouldn't, your... even turn up to the, you shouldn't even turn up to a sword fight if you can't reach your belly button. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's true. That's <laughs> absolutely true. <laughs> but much has already sort of told his story about the first time he watched it. I was similar to you. Like I, I went and saw it at the flicks with girlfriend at the time. And I remember halfway through the film, looked around the audience, and I'd say the crowd was probably half full. And it was just full of a whole bunch of dudes with their missuses, and all the dudes were just like fist bumping up in the air, like, you know, just like, yeah! And all of their girlfriends beside them were just horrified, just like, oh, what the fuck? This isn't Spider-Man. Like, this isn't a superhero movie. What the fuck? Could smell the testosterone in the air. You could, man. It was funny. It's literally the first time I walked out of a cinema, and all the dudes were just like nodding at each other like, yeah, what's up? Yeah, 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 bro. Yeah, what's up? That reminds me of when we went to Guns N' Roses and I turned around. There's those two dudes behind us having a sword fight. <laughs> I was like, wait, hang on. Which sword fight are we talking about? Cool. Uh, that type of sword fight. <laughs> that type of sword fight. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> uh, for my second question, what modern day diet would get those sweet Spartan abs? Again, this sounds like Sam's rewritten your question. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's not how I asked it. I reckon it'd be a classic wrestler diet, you know, um, beers, tattoos, and steroids, obviously. <laughs> that's the only way. They, I mean, all those guys look like Spartans, and that's it. Long hair, ridiculous outfits, yeah. <laughs> and abs. I'm with you, man. Like I, I was in the same thing. I just basically put chicken and steroids. <laughs> chicken and steroids. That's all it is. It's like the chicken, rice, and steroid diet. Yeah, yeah. I did see what they ate to get into the shape for this. Like I, I did a little bit of trivia to see how they how they managed to get these shapes, and it was literally just like intensive sort of high intensity interval training, shit like that. Are we buying that they were that in shape? Yeah, they were. They were not. No, nah, they, they were. were not. Honestly, no shit. You look it up. There's a 300 workout that Gerard Butler used to do every day. To oh, get... I've seen the 300 workout. And then yeah. one or two of them might have been in shape, but not all of them. You'd but, be surprised what about the dad. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, old, old captain. The sad dad. He oh, is. yeah, the dad. <laughs> I don't know about him, but I know Jared Butler and Fassbender yeah. and all that were all like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those boys are into it. You know the sad dad and the son? Yeah. Those actors are only seven years difference between the two. Uh, really? The son's, the son's just like a baby face. He's oh, like a 47 something now. Dude. And the dad's 54. I looked him up because I was like, I wonder if he's meeting anything else. Because I'm a fucking nerd. It's like the, uh, the Amy Poehler, what's her face, and Mean Girls. Another. Segue to another podcast. Oh yeah, another one that we've done. Where Amy Poehler was like what seven years older than Regina George. Who was yeah, yeah, Rachel McAdams. McAdams. Yeah, Rachel yeah, McAdams. Yeah, Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams, who has apparently never been in any good films, according to Machu. <laughs> controversial. She's better Mean Girls. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's See, I, I was listening to uh, uh, Henry Cavill talk about The Witcher, 
And apparently to get those sweet abs, you just drink water for like days on end and it like tightens the skin of your muscles. What? What are we doing drinking bourbons every night then? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're diluting. We're going out the other way. Yeah. yeah. We're going I mean, for those sweet, sweet flabs. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, there is a lot of water in there. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Good point. My final question, and it goes to that scene that I don't like so much. Uh, what would you yell after kicking somebody down a hole? I'm going to steal a line out of Happy Gilmore in which he smashes <laughs> the subway down a dude's throat and goes, talk about a hole in one. Oh, yeah, that's the best I can come up with. It's fucking abysmal. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've, I don't have anything better, to, to be honest. But one of my um, bucket list things to do is one day say, so long, sucker. You, you, know, you know all those... When Homer Simpson's getting away and he just goes, he does something and he says, so long, sucker. That's like one of my bucket lists. Some some people want to win a million dollars or buy a house. Me, I just want to kick someone down a hole and say, so long, sucker. (laughs) See, see, I'm one of those people that I'd kick somebody down a hole and then it'd be 10 minutes later, I'd think of the perfect line. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) You'd just be sitting there stewing over it and then you'd be like, later in the shower or something, you're like, oh, what an effect. Yeah, yeah, I'd be like, I'd be calling down the hole. Uh, You're you're still down there? You want to come up? We'll we'll try that again. (laughs) Uh, My back's broken, but I'll try. Uh, That moves us over to Machu's questions. What do you got there, Machu? Right, question number 14. There's a lot of great, um, good looking men in this film. So, which one of them would you switch teams for? Fast. Definitely the fast. Oh, yeah. I went with the fast, too. Definitely the fast. Yeah. Oh. Mainly because he's, like, got that equilibrium on the on the hot crazy scale in this film. <laughs> I wish people could see our, us while we record this episode, because Kahu's cans are going everywhere at the moment. <laughs> yeah. I thought you would have been a Leonidas man. He's got a big beard and likes to go for long wanders in the woods. Yeah. <sighs> Nah, he's a bit too shouty. <laughs> it's got that funny mouth. Yeah, he's got the Mick Jagger You're trying mouth. to tell us that you, you're not into someone that's a bit too shouty. <laughs> a bit too shouty, no. <laughs> uh, I, I, like it, I like it calm. <laughs> what, what are you saying? What are you saying there, Sam? What are you saying? <laughs> that's enough of that. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, question number 15, I have... The girls in this film, they you know, they have a bit of a tough time. So who would you rather be, uh, the queen or the oracle? Yeah, I love how, like, who do you want to be? The, the girl that gets licked over by a whole bunch of creepy old diseased dudes and then drugged up <laughs> and forced to say things that I don't want to say. Or the queen who has to give up her body in order to try and convince a dude to support my cause, even though he then turns on me. What have you got, Kahu? I'm, I'm, yeah, in I'm, case people don't notice, I'm diverting more, and not answering. It's it's more of who more of who you don't want to be, yeah, rather <laughs> yeah, than yeah. who you'd want Absolutely. to be. And yeah, you just wouldn't want to be the oracle. You're you stuck with be. a bunch of lecherous old men on a mountaintop with no ability to go anywhere, and you're spaced out of your mind most of the time. I mean, yeah. I I guess given your predicament, you probably want to be spaced out of your mind all the time, but yeah. <laughs> I have to go with the queen. I'm just going to do a random segue and hope that Machu forgets his line of questioning. Yeah. Did you notice that, like the the way the oracle sort of like swirled and moved and everything? They actually shot that underwater, so oh. that's why she was able to be so like floaty and you know and like all twirling around, synchronized swimming sort of thing. So they they shot that underwater and then they transposed that into like the real world. Oh wow, she can hold her breath for quite a long time. Absolutely, but you'll notice like in the in those scenes that she doesn't open her mouth or anything like that. She's just all sort of flailing around and yeah, yeah. 
Actually, I, yeah, can yeah. see that now. Do you reckon much he's forgotten what he's asking? Yeah, I was going to say, so yeah, you want to <laughs> you you be on the drugs or you don't want to be on the drugs? Uh, next question. Do uh, <laughs> <laughs> you want to live up a mountain or you want to hang about in the council? You know, I just feel like you'd be close to the council. That's that's probably where you would end up. Yeah. Uh, question number 16, which outfit would you feel the most uncomfortable going into war in? There was a lot of horrible, horrible outfits in this one, and one that was the front runner for a long time was the ridiculous nappy that baby Leonidas or young Leonidas was wearing when he <laughs> yeah, fought that yeah. wolf. I was like, first of all, you're wearing a nappy in the middle of winter. It's like snowing and everything. I was like, oh, this. Well, yeah. But what if you need to take a what if you need to take a piss? You know, you don't want to be doing that in the middle of winter. You get frostbite. Yeah, exactly. It was an actual nappy. It was. It was an actual nappy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So then I was like, well, the nappy's pretty bad. But then the one that topped it was there was the the, the big, fat, bald dude that had, like, blades on his arms. He oh, was yeah. also wearing a nappy, probably because he can't use his hands to pull up and down his pants. But on top of the nappy, he also had, like, nipple piercings that, you know, with a chain between them and stuff like that. Like, he was covered in piercings and chains. Which begs the question, who is the job of changing his nappy? Yeah, yeah. Is <laughs> that, like, prison, I mean, prison, uh, war issue, army issue... Clothes is that what you go to war in and nappies to see not shitting everywhere? Yeah, I mean the speedos the Spartans wear are pretty like pretty good in terms of freedom of movement. For yeah, why would you go to war and why would you go to the war in speedos? I don't understand. I, I didn't <laughs> get it either. Carry so much. And, a, and, a, and a cape? Do they wear a cape? Yeah, what, but surely <laughs> they keep warm at night. <laughs> but surely the cape what, is like what do you do, really impractical. Wear a bag. They that's why you do they not have a that's bag? That's what Maori people used to wear. <laughs> But the cape, yeah, yeah, a cloak makes sense, but a cape, man, they'd be like, when they regroup and like reform, they'd be tripping all over and shit like that and they just huddle up. That's not a that's not a cloak. It's just a blanket. Maori's used yeah. to carry a blanket with them. Let's be honest here. Let's be honest. There was no one really wearing a practical outfit for war here. Like it's some of the, those immortals. Yes, they're wearing armor. Yeah, Literally yeah. over their face. That was it. <laughs> yeah. They had some like leather shit on, but they had this metal thing over their face. The only thing they're protecting is their face. Not, not their the heads. Not the face, guys. Not the face. Exactly. Weird. Um, I've gone with an outfit that wasn't actually in this movie because I read the question <laughs> differently. <laughs> There's the Stacey answer. There is the Stacey answer. I just thought in a, in a battle like this, you, you want to be dressed the same as everybody else. You don't want to stand out because everyone will go, oh, look at that guy. Let's kill him. <laughs> so I got the guy wearing the whatever that is. And it, and it's hot and sweaty as well. So I'm just going with like a Big Bird costume. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be dressed yep. as that. That's the Stacey answer. <laughs> that is definitely the Stacey answer. <laughs> you get killed straight away. Yeah, People are like, <laughs> who's that dude? I don't know who he's you know, supposed to be, I but I don't like be, him. I'm going to kill him. There was some weird shit going on in this film, eh? I reckon you wouldn't be the only Big Bird. That's a very good point. I'm pretty sure you would not be the only dude running around. I reckon this will be, I'll be the only one, and then you'll see. And then someone will go, hey, bro, someone's wearing your same outfit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's like 72 other birds over there. Yeah, yeah, Do you really yeah, figure yeah. they're special? Yeah. Look, like like one s- of them's on a horse. He's even more special than you are. Looks like Sesame Street's here as well. Oh, <laughs> Good try, Kahu. <laughs> anyway, that moves me over to my questions. So first up, pretty standard question that we've thrown in the podcast a couple of times. Which character from this film did you guys most want to see get punched in the dick? Definitely Xerxes. Yeah. It, it'd probably be Pierce there, so you'd make him bleed. 
Oh, he's a god. He's a god. He supposedly can't bleed, so you know that's true. You want to make him bleed before the end of the night? Is that what you're saying? Would show him. Um, I had I had Daxos the um Arcadian. Oh, really? Yeah, I reckon. Um, you know, he's like like that. It he keeps going. He just wants to get in there. Oh, let me in the battle. Let me in the battle. I just want to see someone walk up to him and kick him in the nuts. (laughs) Doesn't he leave the battle early? Yeah, he yeah, they send yeah. them. They send them home, don't they? Yeah, yeah. isn't yeah. he? Isn't he, he kind of a two kicks in the nuts? Isn't he kind of a whingy ball guy that shows up and moans about everything? <laughs> in the is that a big bow? <laughs> Maybe that is me. God damn it! Uh, next up, so Ephialides goes to Leonidas and says, "You know, my mother ran away with me, raised me, and then basically says, I want to help you. I want to support you. Look at my thrust." And then uh, Leonidas goes, "Yeah, but you can't hold a shield, so sorry." We go, we, you know, you can clean up the bodies, you can help people and that sort of shit. But if you were Leonidas, what would you have done with him? It's sort of follow-up questions from this. Is if you were Ephelotus or whatever, would you have betrayed your guys that quickly? Like, that's a pretty big just character jump. Xerxes yeah. throws a good party. He does throw a good party. <laughs> he didn't say, he only said to kneel, and Leonidas said he had to stand up. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, it was a massive turn for a character. You know, like, oh, I love the Spartans. I wish I was a Spartan. I've come to, you know, like, redeem was- my family's name. I'll oh, see you. Yeah, yeah. I thought that scene was pretty shit. He just, like, packed a sad straight away. I thought Leonidas was pretty good in dealing with the situation. Yeah. So, so he, like, told him why he couldn't fight. Yeah. Which was a valid reason. And they said, but, you know, help us anyway. And he probably could have hung out at the back. So when they were fighting one-on-one, he could fight anyway. Exactly. So yeah. so what do you reckon? Would you have tried to recruit him or helped him out? Um, yeah, I maybe would have just said... Um, yeah, help us out, and then when we're all fighting one on one, you can help yeah. fight too. Jump like, in with old Daxos and <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> peel off a cup. Yeah, how come he lets Daxos fight and not Ephialtes? I, I don't know. He should have done that. He should have said, "Yeah, sweet, you're going to be my commander of the other guys." That's a really good. That's a really yeah, did good it, idea. Did it show Daxos losing his eye? No, right. Deli- Delius. Oh, Delius. Delius. Oh, Daxos Daxos yeah, 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 yeah. It was the guy that was basically protecting they, the goat track. You guys yeah, are yeah. used to set fighting, but hey, hang around and fight anyway and just go crazy and do whatever you guys do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're not in our gang. And what are you? A sculptor. And what are you? <laughs> a painter. Oh, noble. And what are you? Spartans, what are we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, the word I was looking for was soldiers, but... <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so that was your answer. You would have like helped him. Nah, no. I, I I just tell him to go and tell the story like Dilios did. Yeah, because exactly. Dilios, exactly. As sweet as why did he tell Dilios? Oh, oh, your eye. Yeah, good story, Dilios. My my, your eye got taken. Yeah, just tell him to tell the story. That's an important part. And then it could be a real important. It could be Ephialtes, the real important dude that told the story about Leonidas. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been like, you know, like the story of Marathon about the guy that ran back to tell the Greeks had won or whatever and yeah. like died after he ran 42 kilometers. Like I, I know a lot of people that are like can do run marathons now and not die. Like if they if they said to me that was the first guy that ran the marathon, he died when he got back, I'd be like, Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like, there's no way that dude could have run forty two Ks. I mean, somebody had to be the traitor though, otherwise we'd still be watching this movie as as the Persians kept breaking on the on the Spartan shields. It's true. <laughs> that should have been my question. What do you reckon would have happened to the Spartans if that he hadn't betrayed him? They just, just they would have died the same day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Phalanx mean? after phalanx. Yeah. yeah. They were slowly getting whittled down. Yeah. Some some arsa was like, 
Let's blame it on Ifyaltis. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason why they lost was Ifyaltis. We've established that it was David Wedham's character. Um, it was actually me, but I'm just going to fucking... Boys, the old goat tracks over here, boys. Anywho, here's a good one for you two, given that you guys are of Mouldy descent. Who would win in a battle between 300 Mouldy warriors and 300 Spartans? I'm, I'm definitely going with my Mouldy brothers. Yeah. Mouldies. Haka, Haka, Haka pretty scary. That would... That would definitely scare the Spartans, I reckon. And Taiha versus Spear, you know? Ooh, that's pretty... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah well, Taiha versus be, Spear. That'd be pretty good. We, well, what already... about Arm versus Shield? <laughs> <laughs> what about what about Taiha versus Guns? Because that's what the Māoris used to fight the English with. We beat them at that one. No, no, I'm talking about Māoris <laughs> from like... 400 BC or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, oh, no, no, we'll go ones. with like early, like, you know, Taiha Māoris that... So the gu- didn't have any shields, didn't have any armors. Used to be 10 like feet tall. Did you know that? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They used to ride more. <laughs> <laughs> I love how our foreign listeners are like, they used to ride, what the fuck, a lawnmower? It's like a big kind of flightless yeah. bird. The 300 BC Māori used, uh, pulled up a whole country out of the water. I was about to say, I was about to say that, like, at one point there, one of the Māoris got pissed off of the sun and gave it a hiding. (laughs) So that's true Māori legend. They they fished up the entire North Island and they pulled the sun down and gave him hiding and made him go slower. So none of the the Māoris had to fight in the shade, Spartans. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we didn't have projectile weapons. See, the cool thing is, is that there's this there's this online simulator where you can put like um. Oh, don't tell like, us about your sex habits, bro. <laughs> I don't want to know. You can put like different um, forces in history and get them to fight against each other. So if one of our listeners knows how to do that, get back to us with the results. It'd be awesome. <laughs> if one of our listeners knows how to use the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I would do it, but I just can't be asked. Makes sense. Yeah, but pretty sure the Māori would win. Yeah. What, what about Maui versus Hercules? Oh, definitely. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Fun fact, The Rock has played both of them. Ooh. Wow! But Maui, Maui did, and Moana. Ma- Maui did, oh, that was a different did Maui, but... slow down the sun. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I mean, I mean nothing, did... nothing larger in the yeah, solar yeah, like, system. Oh, here comes some lightning! Oh, look at the whole sun, mate. That's yeah, way yeah. bigger than lightning. Yeah. Rain fire down <laughs> upon you. Rain just not just fire. The whole fire, every fire of you've ever seen. Anywho, that moves us down to our last question, which was a listener question that we threw out there to you guys as a poll. See what you guys reckon. And basically, Zack Snyder has adapted several DC comic book properties. Uh, He's done 300, Watchmen, Batman vs. Superman, Man of Steel, and sort of Justice League. Obviously, Justice League Snyder Cut is coming out soon or next year. I want to know from you guys. First of all, Kahu, have you seen all four of these films? No. Okay. Which ones haven't you seen? Batman vs. Superman and Man of Steel. Oh. Okay, uh, because, so, uh, mainly because Sam said they're both shit. Another <laughs> <laughs> <Smell the> point. <laughs> That's my theory with comic book films. If Sam says they're shit, I'm just like, well, they'll definitely be rubbish <laughs> for me. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good philosophy to live by, Co. Uh, but yes, yeah, so anyway, I want you guys to rank them. What do you guys reckon? What would you reckon's the best, worst? Number one, three hundred. Easy. Really? Yeah. Easy. Yep. Agree. Heads and shoulders. Oh, I struggled with number two, um, but I went with Man of Steel because I like really? that. Yeah, I like the the first um, Superman, uh, Henry Cavill coming out of yeah. nowhere, and then I went Watchmen. Oh yeah, I like I like Watchmen. It was a close third, yeah, and then way way last, <laughs> suit as Batman versus Superman. Fuck that. Yeah, Martha, <laughs> your mother's name's Martha. What you say the name? <laughs> 
Save <laughs> move. Yeah, I, I obviously went with the Watchmen at number two then. Yeah. Watchmen, I, I love Watchmen. I reckon yeah. it's one of the most underrated films around. So, like, Watchmen 300 for me. Okay, here's the thing. I'd almost put Watchmen ahead of 300, but I'd never give Watchmen a hyperbole sandwich. Yeah. So, read yeah. into that what you enjoy. Uh, 300 is a more enjoyable one. Eh? There were some shit parts. There was too many shit parts. Yeah, there it, were did, a few. it did lag a bit. But how good was the, Rorschach in that movie? Oh, amazing. It was awesome. So, the, the thing for me is, like, in terms of enjoyability, 300 ranks above Watchmen. But in terms of, like, appreciating what it did, because... 300, I've read the graphic novel, and that's a very easy graphic novel to turn into a movie. Yeah. Like, you don't really have to do much. Watchmen is nigh unfilmable. It's like, there's so much in there that it's like, how would you even begin to start to put all of this into a film? And yet they did, and they mm. still managed to make like a coherent film out of it mm. that conveys some of the deeper themes and stuff like that. So Watchmen is, yeah, it's And it's got there. that big blue penis. <laughs> yes. And wow. like, how, how, are we, how are we going to fit this? I was wondering this? how long we could sound like we know what we're talking about. <laughs> there we go. Where are we going to put this? Where are we going to put this in the movie? I know. We'll make him giant-sized. That's <laughs> <laughs> much big takeaway from that movie. What's the like, big giant-sized blue, oh, blue penis. Someone's going to invent something. Why don't it go all out? Anywho, uh, over to the polls. Watchmen was the clear winner on 43%. Mm. 300 on 27%. Batman vs Superman, 16%. Man of Steel, 14%. Wow. I don't feel like that's fair. I feel like Man of Steel was a lot better of a film than Batman vs Superman. I'll take your word for it. Anywho, uh, some of our listeners provided some feedback. Steve from Everything I Learned From Movies podcast. Awesome podcast that I was on recently, and obviously they were on recently to do Wicker Man, and I was on theirs to do Mum and Dad, so you, should go, you, should, you guys should all go check that out. Said, wait a tick. Uh, I can't even joke that this is good. And he basically threw out this Sucker Punch. Now, Sucker Punch, interestingly for me, isn't actually a based on a comic book movie. It's just an original Zack Snyder film. That's the most comic book movie I've ever seen that's not a comic book film. Yeah, it was an enjoyable film. It was, it was shit. Doody said, I'd say the only options are Watchmen and 300 is the adaptations of comics, not a new story inspired by comics. Does that make sense? Yes, it does, Doody, but uh, <laughs> love you, dudes. Uh, Renegade said 300 was pretty damn spectacular. Absolutely, Renegade. You're the man. Thank you. Nerd Lantern of Sector 2814 said, even though I'm late, I say, of course, it's a tie out of Watchmen or 300. Correct. Part of Comics Sir John said, the casting choices for Watchmen were spot on and the opening stanza was probably one of the best filmed adaptations I've ever seen. Absolutely. Too bad the rest of the film wasn't good, though it was his best. Dr. Mantis Toboggan MD, I oh, love a good, it's always something in Philadelphia, said, my dad said that if I can't say anything nice, that I shouldn't say anything at all. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Congratulations, mate. You've probably won this one. And then Lewis Ream said, not Batman vs. Superman, yawn of J injustice. The unnecessary murder of Jimmy Olsen, what Miller defecated onto the comic page. Not Whip of Steel and his daddy issues. Not Watchmen, but worth a watch or two. 300 sweaty muscle men who don't know when to give up. Get my vote. That one wins. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he's nailed it. internet today. Over to Julio of the Contrarians that we mentioned earlier. He said the opening credits of Watchmen are better than all the other options. Ooh, go Julio. And then Anas Aftab said that Watchmen is and always will be one of my all-time favorite comic book films. Thank you, everyone, for getting back to us. That's really awesome and voting in our polls. Uh, yeah, and thanks to these guys for reviewing this film. What a pick, eh, Machu? Yep. What a pick. Yeah, yeah. Do you like want to change it. your schools? Do you want to give it more hyperbole? Uh, look, I think if um, you don't need a blue pill, um, if you watch this film, <laughs> keeps you hard <laughs> for a good couple of hours. Absolutely. Anything you ask for you <laughs> want to say, Kahu? Uh, gentlemen, it's been an honour to podcast at your side. Oh, <laughs> I feel like we're about to die. Is that what you suggest, <laughs> <Yeah>. Kahu? <laughs> we're about to get murdered by a whole bunch Could of happen. Persians? Could happen. God damn it. <laughs>
thanks again to everyone that has listened. We love taking on this journey each and every week. Uh, sorry we didn't have an episode last week, but life got in the way. So here we are this week with this episode. Next week's episode will be, as I mentioned, Nick and Liz joining me to do The Social Network. I'm very much looking forward to that. And then the week after that is us three again. And I don't know what film we're going to do because it's my turn to pick. And oh my God, I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to ponder. I'm going to ponder. Start doing some real fun stuff like Batman vs Superman or Man of Steel or. Batman and Robin. <laughs> I, think I, I think I'm going away. Oh, Batman and Robin. No, no. no. Bay, you caught it. I didn't suggest There that. we go. It's Batman and Robin. There's you a, gr- there's a grimace moron. on my face. You absolute moron. We are totally doing Batman and Robin. That, I used to see you. That, movie, that movie's been purged from the internet. You do realise. you can't. It's unwatchable anymore. You can't see it. All I've got to say, listeners, is an ice age is coming. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Cheers. We out. Cheers.